Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good Risings, I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Greens. Welcome back. This week, we're doing a deeper dive on how the stories we tell ourselves shape our perception. We got it started yesterday with Get Unstuck. Today, we're talking freedom and change. We're picking up from yesterday's exploration of psychotherapist, best-selling author, and advice columnist Lori Gottlieb's TEDx conversation on the stories we tell ourselves. She opens by sharing that she's read thousands of very personal letters from strangers all over the world. She explains, it's the job of all therapists to help people edit their stories. But what's interesting about her specific role as an advice columnist is that when she edits, she's not just editing for one specific person. She's trying to teach a whole group of readers how to edit in their own lives by providing the example of one stranger's predicament each week. So she's thinking about things like what material is extraneous? Is the protagonist moving forward or going in circles? Are the supporting characters important or are they a distraction? Do the plot points reveal a theme? And what she's noticed is that most people's stories tend to circle around two key themes. The first is freedom, and the second is change. When it comes to freedom, we believe in general that we have an enormous amount of it, except when it comes to the problem at hand, in which case we suddenly feel like we have none at all. Many of our stories are about feeling trapped. We feel imprisoned by our families, our jobs, our relationships, our past. Sometimes we even imprison ourselves with a narrative of self-flagellation. The everyone's life is better than mine story, the I'm an imposter story, the I'm unlovable story, the nothing will ever work out for me story. She refers to a cartoon which perfectly exemplifies this state of being we create for ourselves. A cartoon character trapped in a jail cell, shaking the bars, desperately trying to escape. But as you pan away, you see that there are no walls to this prison and they'd only need to walk around to get out. The prisoner isn't in jail. That's most of us, she explains. We feel completely trapped, stuck in our emotional jail cells. But we don't walk around the bars to freedom because we know there's a catch. Freedom comes with responsibility. And if we take responsibility for our role in the story, we might just have to change. She shares that oftentimes when a person says they want to change, what they really mean is that they want another character in their story to change. But she argues, why wouldn't we want the protagonist, ourselves, the person who is the hero of the story, to be the one to change? Well, it might be because change, even really positive change, involves a surprising amount of loss. She continues, it's the loss of the familiar. Even if familiar is unpleasant or utterly miserable, at least we know the characters, the setting, the plot, right down to the recurring dialogue in the story. You never do the laundry. I did it last time. Oh yeah, when? There's something oddly comforting about knowing how the story's gonna go every single time. To write a new chapter is to venture into the unknown. It's to start at a blank page, and as any writer will tell you, there's nothing more terrifying than a blank page. 
We talk so much in our culture about getting to know ourselves, but part of getting to know yourself is to unknow yourself, to let go of the one version of the story you've been telling yourself so that you can live your life and not the story you've been telling yourself about your life. And that's how we walk around those bars. It's scary to venture into the unknown, to use our freedom to move toward real change, but it's often the only path forward. It starts with recognizing our ultimate freedom and power to get unstuck. From there, it becomes overcoming the fear of uncertainty in exchange for different or better change. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for day four of our week inward and outward. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.